Evening, passengers. This is your conductor speaking. Take your seats, keep all arms, tentacles, and other appendages inside the hearse at all times. We wouldn't want any unhappy accidents, now would we? Tonight's brought to you by the dark underbelly of the mythological and factual world. It may not be appropriate for all the little cryptids in your home. Be sure to tuck them into their coffins with a kiss goodnight, because we're revving up for our road trip to the grave. Hi, I'm Matu. Hey, I'm Stephanie. Hey, I'm Shelby. And this is uh, Tales from the Backseat. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, normally this would be something like fan submitted, but we only had like... <laughs> we have Donna. Donna is our fan. Hi, Donna. Donna is probably Donna. our biggest fan. Everyone say Donna hi to Donna. is our biggest fan. Donna is the first one to message me on like Wednesdays and Saturdays and be like, send me the link. Send it now. Giveth. <laughs> Giveth the linketh. <laughs> but uh, we did get one fan submission, but I liked it so much that um, she's going to come record with us for next week's roadside attraction. She's going to tell it herself, which will be really cool. So I think we're just going to tell our own spoopy stories. All right. All right. Who wants to go first? I think Matu should go first since he's the skeptic of the group. I agree. weird, too. Mine's like... (sighs) So, okay. Mine is really weird. You have to also remember that this happened when I was eight years old and this was in the 90s so uh the 90s no I have to know that it was in the 90s otherwise there's a whole lot of suspension of disbelief in it like it makes no sense to somebody who's like was born in the 2000s because it involves me at eight years old a five-year-old an 11-year-old and a nine-year-old walking through the desert alone the cat dog was playing in the background. They like grunge just starts blasting out of right. nowhere. Nirvana and cat Suddenly. dog. <laughs> I Nirvana. just feel cat like dog. so. And this was, uh, I grew up in poverty, like most of you know, most people know. Um, so we lived in one of those extended stay motels. And my mom worked three jobs and she was also, you know, a drug addict. And, um, you know, but we love her, bless her soul. May her ashes rest in peace along the wind where they have spread in the weird little bottle that is still stuck on my grandmother's fucking table because she can't let go. Um, But this is the 90s. My mom's not around. Adults are not around. Um, And we wandered around a lot. So it was uh, me, my older brother, who was 11 at the time. Yeah, that that checks. He's three years older than me. And then um, this kid who was my best friend, I want to say his name was Patrick, but I can't remember. I love how you say he was your best friend and you're all Patrick, potentially. (laughs) I'm not good with, like, names. Names are bad. And then it was his five-year-old brother because, like, obviously you leave the five-year-old with the nine-year-old that's that's babysitting um, in the 90s in the 90s that was babysitting i mean that's still babysitting for some people on my block um <laughs> but yeah so um we decided oh god it was i want to say summer 
and uh, we were living right off of Route 66, and this was in Arizona. And it gets fucking hot. And so we were like, what? you know what we should do? We should go into the giant wasteland of desert behind the extended stay motel and just walk around. As one does. As one does. And I suppose that's better than uh, our usual pastime, which was to sneak into the the lobby of the extended stay motel and steal sugar cubes and really, really obnoxiously annoy the shit out of the guy who worked for the cash register. Um, or the guy at the cash register preferred you wander the desert as well. I'm sure he did. Um, and so we, we go down this giant slope like this massive slope that goes down. So we're like basically mountain climbing our ass down into this desert. Um, and this hotel is still there, by the way. Wait, it's like um, Motel 66 or something like that. Um, and so we're going into the desert. We're walking pretty far and we come across just like a kind of half burnt down shack. And like, no idea what the shack is for uh but it's got lots of your satanic panic spray paint all over the side uh, i'm talking like your upside down crosses with the dots on it and the six six you know and then so, uh, we're at the age where it's like ah fucking teenagers they ruin everything we hate teenagers because you know we're children because you know children and elderly just hate teenagers it's kind of a common occurring theme but we go inside and because my brother was like, let's go inside this shack that doesn't belong to us. Um, so we go inside and the first thing you kind of notice when you go inside is that it does smell really burnt, like it's burnt wood. And then you notice that there's blood, like tacky stick to like all of the oh, walls God. and all oh, of no. the ground. And there's a burnt mattress and then you start seeing like chicken feathers and stuff and so again uh you know at that unique age where we're like aha satan sacrifices uh, i knew it <laughs> right oh this is what's been up to in the desert uh but we're like uh fuck no uh you know i'm not wide enough for this we're gonna go um <laughs> And so the five-year-old is like, no, we should play on the mattress. And his brother's like, we should fucking not. Oh, honey, no. <laughs> right? And so we start leaving. But as we're leaving and we're like getting ready to like just go fuck off and do something else, we see this black SUV coming towards us. And at first it's just kind of slowly coming down the road, the, this dirt road. And then it's coming very fast. And it's definitely coming directly towards us. All the windows are tented. Um, I'm gonna crap my pants. Just <laughs> especially no, it gets worse. Oh no! So we're like, oh god, fuck this, right? So we start hauling ass away from this SUV, which is obviously gonna go faster than us on our little feet. But um, so we're hauling ass. We get into uh, everybody knows what a mesa is, right? Right. Yeah. We yes. start climbing this mesa, and we're like, we're gonna get away from the the car because it can't go up in the mesa because people don't have feet um <laughs> can't be people in that suv what no but like child logic and so we get up into the mesa and we find this like kind of little cave puka which is 
was probably the worst decision ever. Uh, there was no uh, mountain lions in there, so good for us, I guess. They were out so for lucky. out for a break. Um, so we took into this obvious mountain lion cave, and we're like watching this SUV come forward. And I shit you not, they roll the window down, and this motherfucker has to be wearing a mask because obviously I don't believe in like anything um but it was definitely like one of those very ufo-y masks like aliens booby like fucked up face and i don't necessarily think it was like the the green little guy face but like it was a really fucked up looking face and um thank you definitely searching the like the mountainside looking for us and we're just like no and so the SUV slowly going past us and then they kind of like turn back and they definitely go to the shack and I'm just, we're like, fuck it, we need to book it at some point. And so we decide to book it and we get home. The weirdest part of this is that when I got older, I asked my brother about this and he could not remember this ever happening. And I was like, no, this happened. This fucking uh-huh. happened. I know this fucking happened. I'm not delusional. Did your and friend remember? I We lost contact, but I wish that I could like contact him and be like, yo, do you remember this happening? So what I did is I did some internet sleuthing. Y'all, that shack's not there. There's not even a spot where it should be. There are like train tracks that run through that area. Oh my God. You like Google Earth it or what? Yeah, I Googled Earth it. It went right into the, the same area where it would have had to have been. Skimmed that whole area near the Mesa. There's nothing fucking there. And so like, I know for a fact that that is like a core memory of mine like that it really, really definitely happened, but there's no evidence that it happened. And um, that is what I think freaks me out the fucking most. It's not the possible teenagers, you know, sacrificing chickens. It's not the weird SUV, like was the FBI fucking following me around type shit. Um, But it's the fact that I said, oh, do you remember this happening? And I get the look looked at like, what? No. We have something like that in our family where um, when my brother was a toddler, my grandpa had this big fish pond like in his backyard that he built. And uh, I mean, my grandpa was with him. So it wasn't like he was, he fell in unattended. My grandpa was right next to him and yanked him right out. But my brother fell in and my grandpa yanks him out. And I vividly remember coming home from school and being like, grandpa, why are Randy's shoes outside? But my brother swears we're all gaslighting him and that it was a dream. No, that's <laughs> He was up. like, that didn't happen. It was a dream. You're all gaslighting me. And I was like, I remember your fucking shoes being on the porch and drying off saying, in the like, I asked my brother and he was like, no, that never happened. I'm like, bull. No, See, I was there for that. That's what we tell my brother. My brother is like, that never happened. That didn't happen. We're like, yes, it did. Like, <laughs> like, this really happened. And like, yes. I'm sure the shack got removed because it was like damaged and burnt and shit. Potentially. It had to have. Um, the only other like spooky story. Uh, so there there was a, a tiny moment where I was riding my bike with uh, friends past a graveyard and I saw this like man standing over like a veteran grave. And I pointed and I said, do you guys know that guy? Because I don't know him because um, when I was living in Iowa, we I grew up in like this like podunk town where you knew everyone and there was less than 150 people living there and the girls that were with me were like who 
Oh no, thank you. I, so you know, uh, now I don't ever you. ever mention shit like that to people. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, cause my brain was like, is there somebody actually there, and they're just gaslighting me to make me think like I'm fucking crazy, or is there a man there and they can't see him? And I'm like, mm, I'm not a fan. Uh, this second spookiest thing that ever happened to me is I lived next door to um so I lived in when I lived in Arizona after my mom passed away we lived next door to an abandoned house uh that was just kind of like a a single trailer but there was also a two-story like small kind of tower-esque house that was built behind it and um according to my aunt the man that had uh, lived in that trailer was slowly building a house for him and his kids and his wife. And um, after he had gotten the two-story bill, his wife, he caught his wife cheating on him and his wife took the kids and left. And- Do you uh, fucking imagine having a house built for your whole family just for it to finish and then they leave? Yeah. Uh, So homeboy went up to that second story and himself, unalived himself via uh some rope and uh terrible going into my backyard i could have swore to god that you could feel like oppressive air anywhere near that tower well when i was about 12 a family moved into that house and um i was like did they get a good deal um but i became kind of like fast friends with their daughter and because we're about the same age and uh one day her my brother me and my brother's friend who was also named jeff don't ask me why i know so many jeffs uh because my brother's name is jeff um we're all upstairs in this building because we've been told that it's haunted right and because that's what you do when you're a dumb child is you go into the haunted house I feel like all children are, like, white until the white gets beaten out of them. Right. (laughs) So we go upstairs. The families are like, that's white people shit. Don't do that. (laughs) Like, my family's not home because everybody's at work. And her family's not home because they're at work. So the only other, like, creature in existence is um, their their warthog or their big fucking pig. Their, Their hog. Um, I would love if they had an actual warthog. Could you imagine? That's my pet warthog. Right, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> and that is about the right accent for that part of Arizona. So, um, <laughs> but so we're upstairs, and suddenly and there's. I re- very distinctly remember that there was no wind that day, and you don't really get like a shit ton of wind in the valley because I lived in Golden Valley at that time which is like that fucking just drop of area on Route 66 between Kingman and uh, Laughlin, Nevada. And um, so suddenly the bathroom door starts slamming upstairs. And remember, there is no one else here. It's just the four of us and we're all sitting together upstairs. Bathroom door starts slamming. We start hearing something slam downstairs and a window breaks downstairs. So we left. Oh yeah, no, no, no. How, I, I want to dipped immediately. How do you experience these things and think that, and still be skeptic? I agree. Because like I know that your stance is like, if ghosts were real, like all the white people would be dead. No, no, no. Like I mean, not just so much if they were real, but so much if they could actually physically touch things more than less. But what I think is, I believe that energy exists, and I think that when we die, we leave energy behind. 
but no i agree with that because i was gonna say yeah, i guess yeah. it depends on if you believe that ghosts can actually like harm people or not which i mean on a like extreme level i don't think so like when people are like that goes win sorry I, you're fine <laughs> um i just i think i've just gaslit myself into believing that like my brother probably set this shit up because uh <laughs> like logically my brain is like Mm, maybe my brother had like string on the bathroom door uh you know maybe he invited one of his other friends to come by and fuck with us because that sounds like something my brother would do he's kind of a piece of shit i hope he hears this someday <laughs> um, <laughs> i hope he hears this because you're a piece of shit i mean he is and that's me being polite about it <laughs> i feel you yeah, so those are those are my 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 spookies. Um, I still have nightmares about the fucking van, uh, van though, and I think what makes that like the most horrifying is because it felt so physically like close to a threat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a black van with tinted windows—that's scary. Yeah, oof, no, like, ugh, I, I, I just because that could have been humans. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Yep. Like, there's this episode of Supernatural where they think it's a monster, but it ends up just being people. And he's like, monsters I get, it's people that terrify me. It's exactly. like, yep. For real. It's like the difference between being afraid of a bear attacking you in the woods versus somebody shooting you or, you know, essaying you in the woods. Right, because, right. I mean, that bear's just doing what bears do, that other shit. Like, like there was y'all this... don't gotta do that. <laughs> Did you ever hear the story about the two campers, like the uh, guy and his girlfriend who were, they went camping and um, his girlfriend was like, hey, I really got to pee or whatever. So he walked with her to like the local bathroom. And um, while they were there, like some dude started fucking obnoxiously asking them shit and like making comments about the flowers and stuff near their campsite. Like he had been watching their campsite for a while. It was horrifying and I would have left immediately. They decided to leave immediately and like three days later in the news they found out that a girl had been murdered near their campsite. That sounds like that listener tales from Morbid where they like go to the hot spring and that, that one is yeah that one where like the it's like a couple where they go to a hot spring and there's these two teenage girls who look just like absolutely terrified and there's this weird dude that like won't let them leave and finally they're all able to get away and then like the next day they find out that that same man raped and murdered somebody yeah and that's that's exactly it like people like that fucking terrify me what do and... you expect from a rib <laughs> yeah <laughs> what do you expect from a rib that was a good one <laughs> Shelby, are you going to go next? No. You go next. I will go next, but I need to stop momentarily because I hear my kids chanting something repeatedly, which is Ooh, never a good sign. Sounds good. <laughs> Either they're summoning go, demons or killing each other, which go both are bad. stop the demon so. summoning. Yes. So I have a couple like little anecdotes and then an actual story so um the house that like i grew up in with my mom and my grandma is like where a vast majority of like the spooky ooky shit happened in my life um what's funny is like after all that shit happened i guess i was pretty far removed from it by the time i had moved out because 
I think I had been moved out for like two years and my, my mom and my grandma were going to go out of town. So they were like, Hey, can you, um, like house sit for us? Like keep an eye on the house, feed the dogs, all that stuff. I was like, yeah, okay. I swear to God, I got there like at night. And the minute I walked into the door, I felt like a hand on my shoulder and then a voice went, hello. And I was Stop. like, Oh, right. That's why I fucking ate this house. <laughs> like long time no see. I remember now. I remember. Right, right. And then um, another time, like, I, I'm again, like, 90s kids, early, mm -hmm. like, geriatric millennial kids. I had, like, the rainbow beaded. You're like, not a curtain. geriatric millennial, please. I think we are. <laughs> We're, I think we are geriatric our, millennials. Our age range no. is geriatric millennials. No, geriatric millennials are almost in their 40s. No. No, yeah. that's Gen Xers. Geriatric yeah. millennial. No, because we are. Um, my housemate is um, a millennial and she's 38, 39. Are you sure? I'm factually sure. I will. Because 1986 is the start of millennials, and I think 86 to 90 is geriatric millennials. Mm -hmm. No, millennials start before that. Well, I mean, it's irrelevant, but anyway. it is, but I'm going to look it up anyway, because I know I'm right. <laughs> I want to prove yeah, I'm so right. But anyway, is, uh, I had the rainbow curtains, the rainbow beaded curtains that we all had over my closet. And um, they just like started moving on their own like the Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just like <laughs> zoomed in on 1982. I'm just <laughs> like, he like... has up like an article and he just made 1982 real big. But <laughs> I, I'm... 1982 to 2002 is millennials <laughs> and then those started swinging like really fast back and forth and there was no wind and the air conditioner wasn't on and then the scariest one that happened was um my friend ashley was staying the night hi ashley <laughs> and um we we had stayed up like pretty late and then we shut my door and I remember shutting my door because we had this fat ass like corgi husky mix named Macy who was very obese and overweight. So. Adorable. <laughs> when she would jump on the bed, it would like halfway eat you off the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I don't think Ashley wants to like be disturbed by my dog coming in here in the middle of the night. So I vividly remember shutting the door and then, um, I woke up and it was like ice cold in the room, which was odd. And then, I mean, the door had opened like a crack on its own all the time. So like I was used to that. That didn't freak me out because that was Macy coming into the room. But that day it just like, just like huge, almost all the way open on its own. And I was like, that's unusual. <laughs> and like this figure, that was like darker than the black room, just like glides across. And then I feel the edge of my bed sag down. Like, like something had sat on it. Like it felt like almost like when Macy would jump up on the bed. And then I asked Ashley, I was like, is that Macy? And Ashley was like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> and um, Ashley starts like, praying to Jesus and it's funny because when I was talking to her about this I was like hey like do you remember it like what's your side of the story and she said she was praying to Jesus because that's what she did back then but she was like man now 
she was like it worked at the time but she told me that she woke up before i did and that um like i was talking in my sleep so i scared her even worse i was like my poster (laughs) (laughs) but she said that she could feel it sit like on her legs oh my god Yes, she because I didn't feel that, but I, I was like kind of scrunched up, like fetal position, and then I did it even more when I was like, oh god, what is that? And then just like, and it was gone. Oh god. Yes. That, that reminds me, so I'm not sure if this is true or not, but like when I was really little, we lived in this, uh, they just, my family refers to it as the White House. I know it's not the White House, but like it was a Every house, house I live white. in is a White House. <laughs> I don't, we we mostly lived in this yellow house when I was really little in like San Bernardino. Um, but at one point we lived in this house that had like an indoor pool and stuff like that. Um, and like a lot of built-in bookshelves and stuff. But apparently I, I couldn't have been more, it's like when I first started like talking like full sentences. That's how young I was, like very little. But apparently according to everyone in my family um i like anytime my mom would walk into a room books would fall off these like built-in bookshelves so that doesn't seem like right unless the like flooring is fucked up but apparently i would tell my mom that the little native american girl that lived in our house hated her and was eating books at her that's funny (laughs) she's all get out of my house white lady and all I think is that's just read like, a damn book. That's read a to- book, bitch, and get out. <laughs> like toddlers say weird shit. So I'm more than toddlers are terrifying. Like low key, mm-hmm. especially like before they can talk and they'll just like stare like the mm-hmm. like cats stare at like a corner. <laughs> yes, like cats too. My friend's toddler talks about the man that lives in their walls all the time. Oh no, thank you. Right, oh, no. and she like has a name for him and everything, and I'm like, Mm-mm, your kid's possessed. <laughs> <laughs> That's demon shit. Yeah, I felt so bad too. Like when my when my brother came over a few weeks ago, and we we're like trauma dumping about our childhoods, <laughs> gaslighting him to believe they weren't fever dreams. <laughs> right? I was like, "Hey, do you remember the people in the in the attic?" And he's like, "I don't know what you just said, but it did things to me. <laughs> Physical pain." <laughs> It was like I am terrified now, and I was like, "Yeah, when you wouldn't stop sucking your thumb, like Dad told you that there were monsters in the attic that would come eat your thumb." So mean. It's very mean. I was like, I mean, "Oh, if it works." It didn't work. It didn't Just work because when he was not thumb if and it he woke up and had a thumb, he was like, "Oh, they were lying." Well, yeah, because like thumb sucking is just a sign of stress. So uh-huh. yeah. And he was just basically stimming because of I think they eventually put like habanero sauce on his thumb. That'll do it. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, that is." Or he very just painful. really enjoys spicy food now. <laughs> look at look at Shelly parenting. <laughs> See, uh, when my first stepmom used to try to punish me by shoving garlic and like Tabasco sauce down my throat, she was like, "You're a horrible child." Um, but she like, me- "You're a horrible child. Eat this." <laughs> yeah. Well, she wanted me to be her Barbie doll, so I got like abused for all kinds of shit. It's it's especially eating. Um, so I don't want to get into that because that's a huge trauma dump. But like, uh, now <laughs> it's a trauma dump on our podcast, <laughs> right? Now I'm just like, 
can I get hot sauce on everything? Okay, thank you, bye. <laughs> I just Girl, really like hot shit me. now, thanks. Normally, like, I'm into spicy stuff, but I remember, I'll never forget, like, one time, um, I was at, like, my ex's parents' house, and his sister-in-law was, like, eating a plate of spaghetti, and I was like, oh, that looks good. And she went, hammy, and I was like, I'm not eating that. Hard pass. Hard pass. I was like, if it's, hammy means hot, so I was like, if it's, if it's too hot for her, it's too hot for me. My my score is like if a Mexican person says this is like super spicy and you can see them sweating, not putting it in my mouth. (laughs) No, 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 no. Hard pass. (laughs) Yeah. But but yes, please tell us more of your your spooky stories uh, and we can talk about gaslighting your brother later. (laughs) (laughs) We're not gaslighting him. I know he's going to listen to this and be like, fuck you, you're all gaslighting. I knew it. I knew it. right he's gonna like leave us a one-star review and be like fuck you you're gaslighting me it's like machu and stephanie are okay but that shelby <laughs> my sister swear to god that bitch <laughs> that bitch my sister <laughs> i love my brother it really did happen though randall i'm sorry <laughs> i saw your shoes <laughs> You know what's funny too is like in the morning when Ashley and I like told my mom what happened, my mom was like, that didn't happen. You guys are probably like really tired or you have like a shared dream, but shared dream, shared shared dream, dream? ma'am, what sci-fi world do you live in? We psychically connected. Like I told you guys before, as my therapist states, he's pretty sure that shared delusions are not a thing. I mean, I feel like under certain circumstances, an extreme duress, like perhaps, but I mean, Ashley and I don't have that. So. Right. I, I think that everybody experiences things completely differently. So it's really hard for anyone, like even even events to kind of correlate, like, okay, creepy, but I was, I watch a lot of TikTok, like that's not the creepy part, but it might I be. I watch so much TikTok. Don't, don't, don't. Right. But okay, so I was listening to a TikTok the other day and this uh, girl was talking about how she was over at her friend's house for like a sleepover. Dad comes in and is like, girls, get ready. We're going to, I don't know, like Disneyland or something. And they're like, yay, right? Excited. But like what happened was they were taken to a park where a bunch of they were taken to a park where a bunch of naked people were standing in a very large like hold hands circle and the girls were also stripped down to their nude and they were like dancing in a circle and praying to jesus and they were like sky clad for jesus yeah and like y'all already stole so much from pagans you're gonna do that too (laughs) and they couldn't have been more like and they were saying that they were young like maybe uh preteens at this point and so she had like messaged her friend recently and was like hey do you remember this weird shit that happened to us and she was like that was real i thought it was a fever dream so that's what that makes me think of is so like in sense of shared delusion i think that shared delusions aren't so much actual delusions as in actual just shared experiences that feel like they should be delusions that makes sense too because i mean especially if it's something you've tried to repress and then Mm -hmm. you're like oh shit it actually happened all right 
Yeah, like I think to protect ourselves, our brain is like that wasn't real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Your brain is all no, bitch. That never happened. You're all okay, oh, brain. Remember You're that right. one. <laughs> like, put that like away. from Adventure Time. Finn in his vault. He's all <laughs> just thinking it's gone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what? I wish it was that easy where you could just be like, I don't care for that memory. I just get rid of that one specifically. Thanks. But um, so what's funny is my mom said that. And then after I moved out, literally like two weeks after I moved out, my mom called me because like the house that we lived in had three bedrooms so like my grandma had a bedroom on the other side of the house me and my brother had our own bedrooms then my mom slept in like i guess you would call it the den area off to the side so she took over my room when i moved out and then she called me and she was like i believe you now and i was like mm-hmm. yeah and like it was tied to that room or something Mm-hmm. because i <sighs> You know what? Like Matu was saying how he would get like a weird feeling like around that room. I would get this really weird like sense of dread around the attic opening, which was in the closet. Oh, I'm like, weird. I have a weird like unsettling feeling about attic openings if they're in rooms. Like I'm in my closet in right, this house, especially. But, like, I, I don't get that vibe about it in this house. Like, if we go into our garage where our attic opening is, like, being in our garage is, like, feeling like someone has pressed a weight on you, regardless of the weather outside. And it is, like, I do not like being in our garage. And um, as far as I know, no one's died in this house or anything like that. But a man man did get cancer, did have cancer that lived here prior, but he got moved to a, um, like, a elderly home so yeah he didn't like die here or anything um his wife lived here for a while while she was selling the house after Uh she had to send him off she was kind of a wild one but um i mean if you go off the whole idea that like if it's it's left over is energy energy. yeah uh, then cancer that's rough And and like maybe if this guy spent a lot of his time in the before he got sick or something like that for sure because like my dad when my dad was dying from cancer he worked on his car a lot like before he died he had a manta mirage and that's what he would work on like all the time yeah i think that's pretty common especially for like more like like mechanically inclined or like physically inclined men for sure yeah it's like something to take it off your mind Mm -hmm. but what was crazy was my mom would be like oh i think there was an earthquake and we were like there was no earthquake because <laughs> there were like shelves in the room and she said that the shelves were rattling and like the stuff on it fell off so what she did was they were like put a water bottle on the floor and like if the water bottle if you can see ripples like that's an earthquake mm-hmm. so she did that and it happened again and the water bottle did not move well there you go you also know yep. it's not dinosaurs we also know it's not dinosaur. Sorry, Jurassic Park joke for anybody who's too young to get that reference. Jurassic Park. I don't do they. I haven't watched any of the new ones, so I don't know if they still do the the water shake thing for the movies. No, it's no. just Bryce Dallas Howard becoming like decreasingly <laughs> dressed and dirty. That's hilarious. But yeah. um... 
I can't necessarily say that I've ever experienced anything ever just like rattling outside of like that bathroom door slamming and then the glass window downstairs breaking um, in that one house. But because I've like gone into houses that are supposedly haunted, uh, but my apartment that I lived in in um, Harlingen, Texas, we got it at a, a disturbingly low rate. It was a two bedroom, one bath with a full kitchen and full living room for three hundred dollars a month. Murdered in there, and so it's kind of sussy that it was three hundred dollars a month. But like, I was also twenty one and needed a place, and um, I got to a point where like so I, I actually believed in ghosts very heavily uh at that point in my life um and i was deeply terrified of that the, the main bedroom because anytime i would wake up the closet doors would be open and i could swear somebody was hanging literally hanging from the attic opening, which I would close <sighs> regularly uh-huh. and it would constantly be cracked open. And it would drive, like maybe it was raccoons, anything like that, they would, that were like in the attic. But um, it was a big no for me and I started sleeping in the living room. Yeah, yeah that would be too. a real big no for me too. No, thank you. But that's, uh, mm, attics make me uncomfortable and I, um, are, I don't know if it was just a creaky apartment or whatever, but I like our, our bathroom faucet would turn on by itself and shit like that. So not, I was not a fan of that apartment. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's what I got. If you want to go, Stephanie. Okay. I am actually going to save like, cause I have a few, um, but those are ones that happened in Savannah. So I'm going to save those for my Savannah episode. But um, my ex and I had a, like friends that were a couple and they own the cabin that Martha Berry and Henry Ford are said to have had their affair in. So yes. <laughs> they would, yeah. So like Berry College founded by Martha Berry. Um, and then she and Henry Ford like became friends and Henry Ford's wife, Clara. So they were all friends, but it's like rumored that Martha and Henry had this affair and that they live in the cabin. <laughs> what? I said, that's so messed up that yeah. they made friends with the couple. And then Mar- I mean, yeah. Henry Ford was a piece of shit anyway. So I'm right. not surprised. But, right. But, um, so the first time I ever spent the night there, I had not been drinking, everyone else had been drinking and it's in the woods, which I not a fan of. Like, so I was fully prepared to drive home, Um, but it got really late and they were like, no, just stay, spend the night. Like we have a guest room. And so it was super late, probably like two, two thirty. We go to bed and I think I had briefly fallen asleep. And then I was woken up by something someone tickling my feet and I like turned to see if my ex was like awake and like fucking with me and he was dead asleep because he was a raging alcoholic Mm. and um so I like tried to cover my feet like with the blanket and go back to sleep well then I mean I was already awake at this point and it was happening again to where like the blanket was kind of like moving off my feet and then something was tickling my feet and so at that point like I was like okay like 
I'm not drunk. I haven't drank. Like, this is really happening. So I like, and it was like a full size bed. And my ex was like 6'3", like 200 and something pounds. So like this double bed, like we're not fitting on it very well. But at this point, like I didn't want any limbs off the bed. Like I wanted my feet like fully on the mattress. And I just laid there and it was like complete silence because everyone's asleep. We're in the middle of the woods and I hear a lady singing. And I couldn't like make out like words, but it was like, like this, like, humming like eerie sound and this sounds just so saying familiar. it right now is making my like heart race because i was so freaked the fuck out and i don't think i fell back asleep but the next morning we walked out to like eat breakfast and my friend was like hey did you get to meet my friend last night and i was like what, what do you mean and she's like, oh, Martha tickles my toes when I take a nap in that room. And you let me sleep in there? And I was like, and you let me sleep in there? That <laughs> sounds so familiar. Like, I and think I, I had like, heard that before. Like, if that is the same cabin, I think I've heard stories where, like, you can hear so, the singing and the feet tickling. So I don't know if I had told you this story before, but then, like, her husband, he came out from their bedroom and, you know, she had told him, oh, Stephanie got her feet tickled last night. And he said, oh yeah, and you know, she sings to me late at night. And I was like, I definitely heard singing too. And they were like, yeah, that's just Martha. And I'm like, it's just <laughs> Martha. It's just Martha. Can leave me the Are fuck alone. Are these people white? Cause that sounds like yes, white people. Of course. Like, of course. Like I'm not even that kind of white. I'd be like, no. <laughs> I, I was so terrified because like, it's one thing like where you like wake yourself up and you're like, wait, did that really happen? But then for it to happen again, like as I'm just laying there, like bright eyed and bushy tailed because I'm rigging the fuck out. And then she like randomly brings it up in the morning. Yeah, also like the fact that she was just like, oh, hey, did my friend visit you? You're like, you could have fucking said something. Right, oh, a warning would be nice. Even if you know you're like, oh, legend has it, you know what I mean? Just like, ooh, spooky. Like oh that when you go into it knowing about it, not, oh, hey. See, I would be at this way. point like, and be like, mm, I'm being gaslit by my friend, I'm leaving. We left, <laughs> we left there and I was like, um, never again. Like, if you want a drink, that's fine. But I will, I will always want to leave no matter what time. Like I'm not sleeping in that room ever again. See, I, yeah, I, no, I, I wouldn't either. I, I pr make it a personal, like, effort to not be around people who are, like, wasted, wasted. Like, drink, get a little buzz. Like, the way um, your, your Hank Hill there gets drunk is hilarious to me. He's and, very, he's very funny when he's drunk. <laughs> right, and, and that kind Agreed. of drunk is fine, but, like, uh, I spent, like, almost a year living with my, uh, my uncles, um, they're a couple uh and I, I don't want to just refer to them as my gay uncles because that's weird but um they are both alcoholics and it was uncomfy so i was like really super into learning about paganism at the time because i've explored every single religion uh and fell into pagan but also atheism um <laughs> I and, mean, mood. I'm the same way. Like yeah. I usually tell people, I'm atheist, but low key Norse pagan. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about what it is. And um, 
but I, uh, one night my uncles got really, really drunk and uh, didn't like that I had a book on like witchcraft and um, started throwing these books out the door and then set them on fire while screaming at me to get the fuck out of their house. So I just don't vibe with alcoholics anymore. <laughs> Oh my God, calm yeah. down. Right? Yeah. And then like fuck. the next day, he was like, I'm sorry. I was like, no, no. I'm, you can't, I'm sorry, a book back to the way it was. Right? You set that shit on fire. And my family that wonders it's like, That's like, like me being gaslit a few weeks ago and then being told it was a misunderstanding. Right? Like, <laughs> like no, it no, wasn't. It was and not. it's all on recording. Like, <laughs> so, like, this happened to me. You cannot act like it did it. Right. I Please. love this story where, like, this woman read The Exorcist and she said that, like, it was so evil that she threw it, like, into the bay. And then... <laughs> her daughter-in-law found a copy of the book at a thrift store so she like water damaged it and then put it in her <laughs> nightstand <laughs> that's some shit i would do that is some shit i would do oh now that's God. that's good gaslighting we like that oh that's yeah <laughs> we love that bananas oh, yeah is that is that your only your only spooky story or all the rest of them I mean, in savannah no so i have another one and i think i was like maybe 11 or 12 we had just moved back to georgia from ohio and i we lived in a brand new house like no one else had ever lived in this house but one morning my brother and i were home alone because my mom was working and again like 90s early 2000s like this old ass boom box just randomly turned on and started blasting music and it freaked us out so we like ran outside and then at the like very top of the house was the window for the attic and like something was like beating on the window and but we were the only ones home like and we both saw it so we were freaked the fuck out well then like a week or two later i was asleep and like i had the covers like over me like up to my neck and all of a sudden the covers started like slowly coming down and oh, hell no. I was not moving at all. And I was alone, like my door was closed. I was by myself and I like turned and I like the room was pretty dark, but like all I could see, like it looked like like snakes and like bugs and like anything that crawled. Like I could just see them like all over my ceiling. Nope. And nope. I like jumped up, turned the light on and didn't see anything, sorry. And didn't see anything. And so like I turned my light back off and got into bed and then I saw them again. No. Nope. So I like mm-hmm. turned my light back on and I went to my mom's room and she had this like big like love seat in front of her bed and I was just like laying there. And I had a, the cover on me again and it started like pulling down again. And I was like I don't know, weird shit just happened in that house all the time. But but it like, wasn't like an not? old I'm trying home. To sleep. Right. Yeah. Trying like, to sleep, bitch. Talk to me tomorrow, okay? <laughs> tomorrow. I'm tired tonight. Can you fuck with me? You know what? It's sleepy. been a long day. It's Being interesting because you hear all these stories where you're like, this house is brand new. This can't be happening. But then it's like, what if it's the land itself? Like, what if something terrible happened well, there? What and, like, didn't that's happen that's terrible on this very land? Very possible, yeah. That's, that's fair. <laughs> that's why, I mean, so. 
You know huge... how I feel about all the missions over here in California. God. How people but, go and like take pictures of themselves smiling in them has me feeling some type of way. Like between the Native American genocide, between the way the Mexican people, like the you know indigenous people of uh, Central America who lived in like Texas and California and stuff like that and Arizona beforehand, like the way that they were all like murdered or pushed back by the Spanish or the uh, fucking Anglo-Saxon and uh, Britons who came here. And like, there's not an inch of North American soil. And I say North American soil because Canada has its own like straight up woes. There's not an inch of it. And like Central America too, that isn't drenched in fucking blood. Right. No, for sure. I mean, there are, I can't remember how many countries it is, but there are a tiny handful of countries that have never been touched by Britain or the British Empire. Yep. I cannot. I, and you already know how I feel about that. Um, like I said, they used to have like, you know, kids songs that they would sing counting their numbers of how many places they had fucking quote unquote conquered. So, um, yeah, I, it would make sense to me that between the enslaved people, especially of the Americas and um, the the genocide, and then, you know, like straight up fucking the Caribbean has some of the worst horror stories when it comes to genocide as well, because there, there were parts where they were just fully would slaughter an entire island. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And um, I just, it makes sense for like brand new house on some land yeah, it's probably going to be haunted because the land is fucking haunted, you know? In the land, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's where we get a lot of our, you know, native burial ground uh, horror stories, but, like, where in this fucking country is not, you know, a a place where war has been affected or it was affected by war or some kind of suffering? I just... Right. I'm... You're talking about... You're talking about the Caribbean reminded me of... um, the monument that's like out in the ocean for the slaves that or sorry the enslaved people that chose the ocean i cannot look at that without crying like that is just such a powerful monument yeah it's it's also it's just like really heartbreaking that um we have like this history but it also makes sense to like um i want to say like we have like obviously England and stuff and the UK have their fair number of like ghost stories and stuff especially with their asylums but like we are a hot pot uh, in America and like North America of like war stories and like ghost stories yeah for sure but um Gettysburg is supposed to be one of the most haunted places I have such Mm. a good story such a good it's what made my dad a believer um, is so it, when is we it cover Gettysburg, no, Gettysburg. Oh, Gettysburg. Um, Your dad okay. come talk about Gettysburg. I know you said that. He's, <laughs> he's oh like my gosh, like history, especially like American history and just like, I mean, really the, the real history of it. He's such an expert. Like he's, it's amazing. But he was always a skeptic of like ghosts, spirits, energy, and then went to Gettysburg and I'm gonna um, I'm gonna talk to my friend uh, Matthew. Uh, they're uh, non-binary, but they're Roma, and they're 
a huge believer in the supernatural everything and um i can 100% guarantee that they've got some stories for us so i'll talk to them because i want to get them on with us before they move to new zealand to uh be with their wife so (laughs) gotta get on that but um so next week's episode i'm gonna be taking like full control of the wheel uh ghouls and cryptids just pictured like all three of us like holding onto the wheel like driving for this episode we're (laughs) hugging it's fine um we're all in the same seat but like i'm gonna be talking about oklahoma city specifically uh because we have a hotel here in oklahoma city that is considered to be the most haunted hotel in the united states and um i like so much so that uh the basketball players who have stayed there when they have gone up against our local team and everything have like claimed that they've experienced like fucked up shit and one man claimed to be sexually assaulted by a ghost at this hotel but like that story (laughs) yeah the history behind this um like this hotel is it's not super long but it's super fucking wild and i really want to tell you guys about it and along with a couple of other little horror stories from around oklahoma city because i don't know if it's because we're in the plains state or what but people got legends here (laughs) people got stories there's like (laughs) several haunted like locations here a haunted asylum uh like a haunted house that you can tour here it's big it's big supernatural here so i'm really excited to tell you guys about that but um that's gonna be the end for this first episode of tales from the back seat and um (laughs) if you guys have some (laughs) spooky stories for me i am looking for somebody to make me a believer because i have heard some fucking terrifying shit and i still don't feel like i believe so i'm waiting scare him scare the shit out of him admit your stories <laughs> let's hear it do it right uh, it's at road trip to the grave like the full word to road trip to the grave at gmail.com yes please submit to us um but yeah that's gonna be it for tonight thank you guys so much for listening as always and we will see you guys in the next one goodbye bye, bye. that's all for this part of the journey our drivers will gas up the hearse and the rest of you well good night sleep tight and remember those aren't bed bugs biting you when a limb slides off the side of the bed To find out more about Road Trip to the Grave, follow us on Instagram at Road Trip to the Grave Pod or support us on Patreon at Road Trip to the Grave. As always, thanks for listening. Road Trip to the Grave is spelt Road Trip to the number two, the Grave. <laughs>